right, let's fire this up. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the Magic Car Path Ride, a golf podcast for the people by yours truly. I say it plural because to the left of me is my man, Ryan Westfall. Hello there. Myself, my name is Zach Malosh, and thanks, thanks for joining us. This is uh, an idea that was kind of brought up just recently, but we love golf. We love music. We love talking about ourselves. Yeah. And golf. It's true. Uh, I guess it goes hand in hand with the music, being a musician and a golfer. But um, yeah, Ryan, I want to thank you again for uh, making this all happen. This is awesome. We're in beautiful, sunny, semi-cold San Jose, California at my home office. Uh, I got the kid running around crying, waiting for a nap. And uh, here we are. Here we are, my friend. Man, thanks again, dude. Man, I'm I'm stoked to be here. You have no idea. This is the greatest idea that you came up with. All we do is sit around and talk about golf and how cool it is. And and every once in a while, we we, we realize we should have an audience because I bet a lot of people could relate to this this BS we're talking about with this game that we're all so viciously obsessed with. We spend all this money. We think about it. We buy all this ridiculous clothes. We just love golf. We watch it. We talk about it. So why not, you know, kind of broadcast it and uh, let let some people potentially be entertained by all the crap we got to say about it? Yeah, uh, I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself. Actually, uh, a little bit about ourselves. Uh, Ryan and myself met each other in high school, crossed paths a bunch of times. Fast forward after high school, we're in a band together. Uh, myself, Ryan, and our buddy Phil all joined a band. Lived together, golfed together, toured together, golfed together. Yeah. Um, which we didn't know at the time, and even now, I wish we could capitalize on that more. Is the fact that we would go on tour and play golf. I think we're incredibly lucky. Uh, in the rock band community or live music community, it's pretty tough. Like you know, personalities, just like any other relationship, it's difficult to get along with. But uh, golf probably like really helped that, which is hell of a testament to a sport because I mean we were able to just you know go and, and be friends and, and, and do a fun activity like golfing together and you know that was the coolest man going on tours and, and playing golf courses playing band and dunes on a Pacific Northwest tour like we had some fun times man it's it's one of those sports that brings people together so yeah it was it was cool I mean Zach and I you know we were we were little skater kids skateboarders and I don't think we cared about golf or had any interest throughout high school. And I, I you know, just for me, I did quick story. I worked at a country club. I was just like, you know, I, I, I just needed a job. My buddy's like, hey, you can just drive around in this little buggy and, you know, smoke pot. And like that, that was what we did at our, at a job. I was like, that's cool. I start to realize these, these cats would show up at 5 a.m., same dudes, 67 years old, and play golf all day long. And I'm just like, man, this is, what do you do? You drive around in a little buggy through beautiful forest, drink beer, smoke cigars, just talk shit, just be friends, and you're still and you're playing a competitive sport. It's the best, man. Yeah, uh, kind of interesting too, and and I kind of relate the two in a sense. Uh, I don't think like it's 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 hilarious that we did. Um, you know, aside from the band stuff and and friendship, like golfing all of us together. But mine and your, mine and you particularly, it's like we both skateboarded, and after a while, I mean, we can't skateboard forever, right? Like, yeah. And especially musicians, I know you probably did it. I did it. I had to make a choice. Like, how much do I like skateboarding? And being a drummer, 
myself and Ryan being a bass player, I, I, you know, and actually Ryan being a much better skateboarder than me, um, I was injured a lot more. Well, so I had to make a choice between the two, right? We both got jacked up. That's the type yeah. of sport. I mean, that's, you know, finding something that could be a hobby that you could do for a long time, competitive or not, just something that's really fun for you to do. Skateboarding is so much fun. You know, it's, I, I think there's a lot of similarities. You know, it's all about style. Um, right. It's not really, there, there's, you know, it's not so much about following rules. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's doing things and using like artistic slash creative. But in any case, and yeah. pushing yourself too. And, and that is, it's so funny because I, I relate it to like, because golf definitely took over my self-competitiveness once skateboarding was out of my life. Like got to have something in your life where you, you can compete in me. Right. I feel that way. And, and athletically, right? Because yeah. musically we're always pushing ourselves, which is awesome. And you're always, we're always progressing in that way. But, but we're that's, not competing. But we're, that's just it, right? Yeah, yeah we're working together. We're trying to write songs. We're working together. Right. We're trying to create art. You got I, the the competitive drive. And skateboarding you, wasn't really competitive, but it kind of no. is. Cause but it like, is. Yeah, but but that pumping of it, I always, yeah. always tell people like, when I say this in particular, like, oh, yeah. me and my buddies all used to skateboard. And it's fun because it's like, oh, you wrapped it around the tree. You kicked up the gap. Well, yep. I'm going to go through the tree. Yeah. I'm going to switch all of the gap. And plus, you know you're, what I'm saying? And you're, it's pushing you're, each other. You're competing against yourself mostly. The whole time. You're not competing against a teammate on golf. Well, you are. You know, you're competing against the course. But it's it's just you. You know, it's just you and your results. You can't blame it on another teammate. You can't blame it on an opponent. Right. Same with skateboarding. It's just... It's just all in your own head, and every good sport is mostly in your head. At least you can blame a bad shot on, uh, you know, the ground. Yeah, yeah. You, you follow <laughs> you skateboarding in the ground. You blame the ground in golf. You blame the ground in skateboarding. You blame the equipment. You throw your club. You throw your board. Throw your board. So it all it's, it's it's kind of funny no. But your point, it. man, is legit because how many times have you seen a seventy-eight-year-old guy at the golf course who still having the time of his life out there walking sometimes, yeah. drinking beer sometimes, but just just out there golfing, out there like playing. Like what other sport can you do into your 80s comfortably? None. I mean, you could play tennis, you could swim, but yeah. you know, you nothing's like golf where we could just play this comfortably for the rest of our lives. That's that's a that's a really rewarding hobby/addiction to get into. Yeah, it's interesting. Um and yeah, I mean, and kind of going back to what you said before, I I'd, uh when I met Ryan, actually, or when we started golfing, too, as well, um, he kind of showed me the ropes, really. Like, I'd golfed. I'd been in the driving range. I'd played some rounds. But no one had ever really, like, described the game at that time. You yeah, know? we're not we're not, we're not, not country club boys, just so right. you guys know. <laughs> right, like, right, let's right. set the stage here. We, uh, my parents didn't play. His parents didn't play. Nobody took us to the country club when we were 12 and 14. Right. I mean, I... Hey, you know, taking that back, maybe maybe I could have if I if I if I cared about it, but I was I was I was more about doing kickflips and, and, and baseball and, and yeah. football or whatever yeah. whatever the hell. Yeah, golf was definitely not on my radar until yeah. after high school. That's and and bringing up baseball, football. I mean, you know, sports are great, man. We love we love our we love our Bay Area sports. Niners are huge right now. You know, we could talk about that for a long time. Uh, you know, Giants have had a, some pretty good success the last ten years. Sharks are always seemingly there. Uh, A's are always making moves, but never, you know, coming through. Then you got the Raiders. <laughs> Almost the same, same thing. Poor Oakland, man. <laughs> Poor Oakland. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, with that, I mean, you know, a couple of good, good golf courses out there in, in Oakland and San Francisco and, and, and all that. Uh, speaking of golf courses, uh, 
start in prior to starting the show today, in particular gearing up for today, we're like, hey, you know, great idea. Let's go golfing. <laughs> yeah, we we, <laughs> we knew we were either gonna talk about golf and really want to golf. Uh, so we figured we'd golf in the morning and then go talk about that golf along with other golf. Uh, right. Because right. it's, it's a golf show. So, uh, but yeah, golf golf courses in the Bay Area. Uh, we played Boulder Creek today. If you're from the area, uh, I'm sure you've played there. Hold on, hold on. Boulder Creek Country Club. It is a country. Even club. though we just said we're not country club, but we did play <laughs> Boulder Creek Country Club. Although, if you were to, if you're familiar with the Country Club of Boulder Creek, or you're familiar with what a, a country club is, <laughs> uh, you're you're chuckling now. Or if you want to Google that, you could check it out. It's not a it's it's not a country club. Uh, but it's a fun place, man. We love that place. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of good times there. Again, when we first started, I, you guys took me there a bunch of times. Uh, not, not the most tip top course. <laughs> there, you definitely, nice. <laughs> yeah, be nice. Yeah. Uh, winter time. We we joked today. We were like, man, it's funny. The last time we played here, we had said like, this is gonna, and it was summertime. Like, this is the last time we're gonna play here that it's in good condition. Yeah. And yeah. unfortunately, the place is kind of built down in a, a rocky valley. Yeah. And there's no drainage. The place just gets the the mountain, just kind of drains all down in this to this into this golf course. There's houses all around. I was cleaning out mud from the inside of my shoe. There was yeah. mud on the inside of my shoe. It was one of those days. But but waterproof shoes don't help you out there because you just walk into a landmine of uh, of of water. And just and just like remember the green today, we had that uh, pimple, that water pimple. Oh uh, yeah, I wish we could video oh, you this. If you, you could touch the green and left of, of where you're touching will rise up, and then when you touch that side, the other side will rise up. It was yeah. It it felt like you could just stab into the green and rip up giant pieces, and water would just come squirting out, which is probably what would have happened if we were to do that. But yeah, but definitely <laughs> lift clean in place all day today. But we got to realize, like I mean, I, I we got one goal since we're just getting started. The show's just cracking. Uh, if we could reach any, you know, uh, a group, any demographic, any, any area outside of California Bay Area where we are so blessed to be able to talk about bad conditions while playing golf in January, we're pretty lucky because uh, most of the world or most of the golfing world is just, you know, just snow, ice. Uh, we're really lucky in California to be able to get to play in the winter, even though it's wet. We were in t-shirts for some of today. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, there's days in February where we're in shorts, and that's yeah, that that's kind of unreal sometimes. I mean, even like playing in Monterey, California, by Pebble Beach. If you don't know what Monterey is, um, out by Pebble Beach, I mean, it could be the middle of February and it's seventy degrees by the coast, and you're in shorts and a, a short sleeve. Of course, it could also be in Pebble Beach. In <laughs> yeah. Monterey, it could also be you know July fourth uh, at twelve in the afternoon, and it could be you know sixty one degrees and stormy. Yeah, sideways Wait. wind. Yeah, sixty one. Is that supposed to be cold? I think that's cold for California standards in summer. But. Yeah, I was freezing out there. So uh, again, not the ideal um, conditions. Uh, it would appear that it rained there, but it didn't. Bo- but Boulder it just felt Creek like it was cool. just, yeah. We but, want we want the listeners of the Magic Cart Path Ride, uh, Zach and Ryan podcast show, what have you, to know that we are not opposed to playing kids tracks, as one of our friends would refer to them <laughs> as. You know, I mean, we're there's this. The thing is, we're not going to deal with a you know seventy dollar for sub ideal conditions course for a five and a half hour round on the Saturday because that's what you have to deal with in the Bay Area. So we drive a little bit out of the way. We go to Santa Cruz. um, We go to the East Bay, but that's the thing about the Bay Area, man. The courses are nice, but they're expensive and they are packed. There's just too many people, too many golfers. 
it's crazy too and it, and it, it sucks because all of us got to work Monday through Friday with the exception of me and you right now yeah we'll talk about that later <laughs> um but the uh, weekday golf is the best time to golf uh, Monday Monday deals because no one comes out you know courses are given Monday rounds for 35 bucks yeah um I mean I, I mean let's put it this way when I did retail I would purposely book my days off on Fridays and Mondays because it was whatever I did retail so we'd have shows on the weekends but Friday and Monday, I could golf. And it's like you start yeah. your weekend with golf, end your weekend with golf, and those are your days off, whatever. But um, but the point is, is because it's so damn expensive. And uh, we'll get into another uh, another show because we do have a big topic on that. But it is outrageous out here in the fact oh. that it is 40 bucks during the week, and then your favorite course is 80 on the weekends. And they shouldn't even be charging 50, 40, 50 bucks to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Hemingway or some ancient Chinese proverb, but it is what it is. If you 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 pay thirty bucks to play in a, in you know way out in the middle of nowhere and there's nobody there, then bless you and you're lucky. We're envious a little bit, uh, but you know we we have to pay ridiculous rates to live in this just insanely expensive area of the of the planet Earth, man. I mean, Bay Area is. It's no joke. We could do an entire episode just talking about housing costs, but it would be really boring, <laughs> yeah. and you would instantly turn to something else. So we we won't do that. Yeah, I don't want to uh, depress anybody with that. But uh, funny enough, another course we play. I did talk to this guy who was moving to Arkansas and was going to pay three hundred thousand dollars to live on the course, and I was just I couldn't believe that in my head because it's just so outrageous out here. Yeah, buying a house for two or three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> that's that's not it's not something we could we could deal. So, yeah, so, again, you know, not to veer off too quick, I should mention, too, uh, just for the, the listeners at home, uh, I do have a two-year-old. Uh, mm-hmm. We are currently in the home office, which I call Le Boog Studios. Um, a reference to Rush, actually, if you didn't know oh, that. Oh, man. Let's uh, just, just... Rest in peace, Neil Peart. Rest in peace, Neil uh, Peart. And before we jump into him, just so you know, you are going to hear a child. And yeah. we don't really care. That's kind of the premise of the show. I mean, we're just some some hometown boys, yeah, humble dudes just playing music. La- um, last thing I want to say about Boulder Creek, and oh, then sorry. I want to uh, no 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 I want to say that to segue into uh, music and golf because you know that's that's seemingly our theme. But um, the coolest thing about that place is the connection with Iron Maiden and this one, <laughs> this guy. Like you know, I, I, did I mention that the music on the course? I maybe that was on a whatever. Music on a course is what I wanted to segue into because that's an interesting phenomenon that we see a lot. Like I, I see it more and more. People listening to loud music unabashedly too, driving up to your group while you're on a adjacent <laughs> yeah. fairway, and they're just like, "Yeah, I'm listening to freaking Def Leppard, and it's loud, and I don't even care. Like I'm not even going to turn it down." And and the first time I saw it was at Boulder Creek, and it was this guy who who seemingly has an endless supply of Iron Maiden tees. Oh, good. And I mean, gracious. like, it's the coolest thing ever. Like, I, I mean, it just the, the idea of a guy with a sleeveless shirt and a mullet, this is the type of Boulder Creek residence we got, God bless him, loud rock and roll music playing, leaving Iron Maiden tees on every hole, and they all say, like, Iron fucking Maiden, or where eagles soar. Yeah, where eagles dare. Where eagles dare. They're really cool. We actually have a collection. I must have found five or six at least, and like they're all over the place. Broken ones. I have four of them in my bag that I refuse to use as well. So I accepted that at Boulder, right? You know, and and like you said, it was the first place, and it took me like a minute to kind of get used to that stuff. To the music. And not that I hated it. It was just kind of like I felt like. 
I didn't know that that was okay. Yeah. You know? Is it okay? Is it not okay? I don't know. It's It's blurred lines for that because if it's in your own group and all four of you are down, but like I said, when you creep up on other groups you know golf courses are are loud because they're wide open it's like do i want to hear your music because remember we made a slight little rule we're, we're big deadheads by the way uh, <laughs> shout out to the grateful dead um we kind of made this little rule where we made it acceptable if it's grateful dead only just to kind of right. like you know we're, we don't know if we could fully accept it right away but i don't know I, we don't we won't really have callers into the show but i'd be curious to hear what everybody else thinks about Loud music on the golf course, man. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting. Uh, especially because when you grow up, especially like how intimidating golf was for me when I started, uh, just even dressing right. I know uh, all of us have these, each had experience where you get just kind of like outcasted out of golf course because it's your first time there. Yeah. Your buddy didn't tell you this Not or that. Local. You got to go buy new shoes all of a sudden or you, that shirt isn't acceptable. Have you ever been told to wear a go get, go get a collared shirt? No, but I've been with people where, where it happens, uh, and you know people that we know. But I've yeah. been told to put a shirt on at Rancho del Pueblo. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, man. <laughs> By the marshal. I think I did it on purpose. I knew he was gonna say something. Which is crazy, and, and and that's funny too because Boulder Creek, and it's funny that Boulder Creek was the place that brought the music into play because yeah, it's perfect. Because it was like, okay, this is fine, right? Here, here. Yeah, it makes fine. sense because yeah. I could wear a, just a t-shirt and I've seen guys yeah. barefooted there and it's definitely not safe to play barefooted there. Yeah. But then you, then it started popping up at courses that are, I guess, not prestigious, but more uppity than Boulder Creek. Is it is it weird to think that maybe different types of music would be acceptable for different types of courses? So at Boulder, like <laughs> Iron Maiden, totally good. But if you're at, say, you know, the Presidio, maybe it would be like some Pat Martino or some light jazz. And then if you're at like the Greenbrier, it better be just like Tchaikovsky or Bach. <laughs> a classical music, that would be pretty boss though. Just to have classical music they, kind of blaring in your golf they cart. T- what if you like, because you know how golf is, right? Like you walk up and the marshal's like, if you have a stereo, you can only listen to these songs, like these genres of music oh, yeah. for the course. Like if you went to Sharp Park, which is this place out here uh, <laughs> near the course in Pacifica, California. In Pacifica, you'd be listening to Yoko Ono cuts off of like weird. There is that, <laughs> but it has that old school San Francisco military bunker vibe to it. Like. The clubhouse is a bunker, but maybe I'm, some my, country Joe and the fish or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Well, my point was kind of like I, I would I would assume they would make you only play 1920s music because that was the last <laughs> time they updated the toilet there at that yeah, place. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, so it is funny like that Boulder Creek was kind of the introduction to that to that place, which makes it fun. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, and that's I guess what we all want to do. I don't know. It's just it's just interesting to me that there's nobody's gonna really police that. I guess uh, I, I I can't imagine a, a marshal coming up and telling you to turn your music off. But for, we'll keep it the way we keep it now. Grateful Dead only. I think that's a good. At low one. volumes. And yeah, it's not with everybody. Volumes. Yeah. And I, I yeah I don't know. I, I think um, and I'm sure this is a topic with everybody. But I you know best ball tournaments. Okay. That seems way better because you're yeah. just drinking. Talking, but, being but the, loud, yeah, but celebrating. There is that thing, like you said, though, because even in a best ball tournament, it does. You have to do. I get. I would watch yourself when you pull up to the tee box. Like even though it's a best ball, there might be four guys in front of you that don't want to fucking hear that shit. That's because you know, golf straight is, up. That's what makes it a special sport too. Is <coughs> it's all about that etiquette. Um, you know, there's little things. You know, it, people don't step in your line for the most part. Golfers all have really good etiquette. They don't. They don't talk during your backswing. They don't rustle through their bag when you're, you know, you know, you're about to set up. 
it's it's one of those sports where everybody's kind of following the rules. Every once in a while, every once in a while, somebody has poor golf etiquette, but yeah. they, they stick out like a sore thumb, man. You get you, you get the noobs here and there, and I, and I, you know it's funny, and I'm glad we segued into this and back to Boulder because I did want to mention before we are not pros, we are not, yeah, uh, no, we're not no. good in our PGA card. I am a probably a 15 handicap. Ryan, after this summer, went from a 10 probably to like an eight, uh, which has been amazing to watch. By the way, I don't uh, know may, if I, maybe I, if that I maybe that, that with the new scoring system. Well, you know that that helps when you lose your job and you just play a lot of <laughs> golf irresponsibly. Um, you get better at it, you know. Golf's <laughs> golf's hard to be good at, man. I think about all the times I was really good back in you know in the days, and it's just because I was simply playing ten times a month. You know, if you're not playing once a week or more, it's really difficult yeah. to stay good. I had a problem, man. I lost my short game for a long time, and that used to be my bread and butter. Short game is such a valuable thing to be able to get yourself up and down from wherever, and I lost it, and it's slightly coming back. Because I've been playing a lot. That's it. That's the right. only reason. Right. And it's crazy too. Um, so yeah. So not well, to veer off, th- but thank yeah. Thank you though, bro. It's been yeah, a- it's been it's been amazing to watch you kind of uh, take it down because you know we both have been shifting handicaps every year. We we drop, which is fun to watch. I, I I'd like obviously to be lower, um, and I'm figuring out what I'm doing wrong. But maybe I- one golfer who has a baby and then gets a lot better at golf after having a child. Right. Right. That's a lot to ask of, of somebody. Um, I'm married. You know, my wife, she's not always thrilled about my obsession with the sport, but, I, you know, I don't have the the baby. I'm not I'm not locked at home, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad this guy gets to come out and play as much as he does. He's got, a you know, an amazing um, baby mama who just is like, you know. Significant course, other. Significant other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, life wife. Whatever you <laughs> life <want>. wife. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with that said too, yeah. yeah. Uh, and now that we're starting this amazing, stupid venture, uh, which I'm sure both our our beautiful significant others are saying, uh, highly supportive. Yeah, my wife <laughs> is smart enough to be upset only because she she understands that if we actually continue to do this, then then we'll continue to do this. It's just another one of those ridiculous hobbies. I don't know. And golf more. And golf more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, it's for work, babe. <laughs> right. <laughs> but are there like. Are there bowler wives that are like kind of bummed on? I mean, because I'm sure there's people I've I've seen bowling leagues and stuff like that. Like, I'd say yeah, but bowlers don't spend four and a half hours bowling for the most part. That's true. If they do, two of those hours are drinking and probably getting into trouble. But golf takes a lot. Jeez, uh, I mean, four hours from start to finish if you're lucky. That doesn't include driving out, driving right. back talking for a little you don't just show up golf and then leave you know you, you socialize maybe have a bite maybe a few beers it really does require a lot I, you know honestly if I hated golf and my wife golfed and was obsessed with it it's kind of hard to put myself in that position but it would probably bug you man like hey I'm gonna be gone for six hours yeah. figure out something to do with your life it's yeah pretty, it's a lot to ask <laughs> it is um it yeah it's kind of crazy well, and, and I kind of mentioned all that uh, to kind of segue into this. Uh, seeing how it is the the new year, it is January. Oh, happy new year. Happy oh, new year. Yeah. We're at the second uh, tournament of the year. And before we jump into all the PGA stuff, I do want to kind of uh, round all our about us and local knowledge with the uh, how we started our New Year's Day this year. Mm. Uh, and giving, again, props to our significant others who I just, I mean, and... and, and the whole, uh, you know, we, I get out as a kid, 
uh, get out while having a kid and still able to golf because there's a guy at one of our golf courses we golf at. He works there and he's like, since I've had my kid, I haven't golfed. Yeah. Ever. He doesn't and, have the amazing support system you have. Props to the support system. And then to throw everything on that, uh, people, we're also in an active band, uh, two active live rock bands in the Bay Area. Uh, so, oh, by the way, just to, to throw this out here, I don't think it was mentioned, Relapse, Ray Frankly, those are two correct separate entities, Relapse, R-E-L-A-P-S-E, sorry for the negative connotation, we're not like druggies that are like, you know, no. saving our lives with music, we're just, you know, It was just a name. Yeah. Just but, a name. And then there's Ray Frankly, which is uh, uh, also just a name, uh, coincidentally, and uh, yeah, that's just another rock band, so we'll get into our music later, but... Uh, uh, yeah, good call. What, what do we do on New Year's Day? What do we do on Christmas so Eve? So New Year's Day, um, <laughs> you know, uh, again, the, the, the second se- uh, uh, the start of the season for us was just hilarious. Um, again, giving props to our beautiful significant others because even Ryan was kind of in a lot of trouble. Uh, but Ryan caught me, and I knew it was going to happen. I can't even, and my lady knows, I can't even pretend like I that all this was just kind of just, whoops. Again, whoops. Yeah, we have a problem. We we could fully admit that we have we have a problem with golf. Wow. Yeah, and this was just terrible. And we can all laugh about it now. And I, I told, uh, you know, I said well, I'm going to bring this up a bunch of times. Uh, so anyway, uh, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. We should start with New Year's Eve. Hey, bud, we're not golfing, <laughs> texting each other, right? Yeah, totally, totally. It's just going to be crazy. So his wife passes out. Uh, I'm drunk at our all of our mutual friends' house. And I asked... Like most New Year's Eve start, yeah. I get a text. So what are you thinking for tomorrow? Yeah. And I'm like, now I'm buzzing. And I'm like, I don't know, man. What are you thinking? What I should say. Yeah. Not a good idea. I, I'm sitting on the couch like <laughs> I should not text him, but I'm just sitting here idle. And you know, the the idle mind, devil's workshop. Of course, I'm watching some stupid tournament, some, you know, whatever it was, you know, probably just a replay of the college, you know, battle uh, for the, the, the USGA. Eleven forty-five at night on yeah, New Year's Eve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that much of a nerd that I recorded about twenty-two different events over the course of 2019, only to when there was no more golf to watch at the end of the year, I could rewatch those tournaments. Yeah, which That's, is short with the wraparound season. Yeah, um, um, I didn't know the PGA or Golf Channel was just going to be airing every single tournament all year, so I didn't even need to record those. That was hot. Place. That was an enjoyable holiday. Uh, not so enjoyable New Year's Day. After we decided that we were going to book a tea time mm-hmm. at, I believe, midnight, I do recall asking my beautiful significant other if I could golf. Yeah. Uh, do you see a problem with me golfing in the morning? I, I didn't really look into the looks, and I, but I didn't hear no, and that's um, <laughs> that's my fault. Selective hearing. Definitely. Sure. And I do recall asking. Didn't hear yes either, probably. Did not hear yes. Yeah. Uh, I asked several times. There was kind of the the shoulder shrug, a bunch of joking around. And then I booked a tea time with Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Fast forward. Uh, We get home. She's now throwing up. And I'm in the living room wondering if I'm going to do this. Yeah. Mind you, this is all drunk, so inebriated, if you will. I realize. I need to charge my uh, GPS charger, <laughs> or my GPS <laughs> rage, right? So I do that. Priorities, man. I do that Priorities. at like 1.30 in the morning, all buzzed up. Yeah. Uh, again, she's uh, uh, in, in the restroom. So I'm, I'm thinking in my drunk mind that this is great. That, yeah. You know, she's not great. I checked on her. She was fine. Yeah. But uh, hey, 
we're golfing tomorrow, I right? Think, yeah, I, I... <laughs> she's gonna be she's gonna be laid out. No disregard. I mean, disregarded my child too. By the way, yeah. not even like she might need help in the morning. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I'd say yes. to our, I'd say to our point seven listeners right now that there's a lot of head nodding head nodding going on right now. <laughs> Some yeah. shakes from somebody kind of listening there. in the background, and there. definitely somebody shaking their head. Yes. Yeah. So um, again, kind of inebriated. I wake up to have uh, about what seven thirty in the morning. I gotta pee so bad, right? So I go pee. I come back and I see my phone, and then it kind of dawns on me that oh, I was talking about golf. Yeah. I should see what Ryan's saying. Hopefully, he's not. I was way. coherent. I was, you know, Correct. I had a few Correct. drinks. This, this I had a guy, few drinks, but this guy was tying one on. He he wasn't he wasn't sure. I was. I told I was, myself I wasn't golfing. That's I was a hundred percent living in the moment, just, <laughs> so, just, just waiting. So I'm like, oh, I see the text, and I'm like, oh man. He's like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, all right, whatever. Thinking in my head that it's totally cool. I go shower. I kind of throw up in my mouth a little bit, and I come out, and oh yeah, you know, she's up, and uh, I explain my case and. We don't see eye to eye on this, yeah. right? And it wasn't a big deal. She was she was cool about it. She was over it. I'm, and so, I, see, I get it. You I'm just... on my way over and I Correct. don't know what my job is soon to be here. Because <laughs> I, I, I actually got off easy. Uh, I had the discussion with the wife. I had buttered the whole thing up. It was it was a part of it, you know, because it's a special, you know, New Year's Day. It's one of those things. It's, it's a holiday. So I, I had the green light. I, I didn't know that his light was turning from yellow to you know, to more red. the orange and red. Yeah. Um. So I sh- I showed up and, and and I took full responsibility. I Which just is, went on the team. So, f- so it was me the night before that <laughs> set it off. So I was willing, uh, uh, to 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 look to look her in the eye and tell her, hey, look, this is my fault. Um, because it was, and uh, I have a problem, and I I strong armed your man into saying yes, it's the right thing to do. He, you know, maybe he shouldn't have. Look, it just like every other golf round. In hindsight, it was a perfect decision. It was a fucking perfect decision. It was a great decision. It was a great day. Where did we play Lagos? We played Los Lagos. So, Los Lagos. So real quick, funny, funny to you showing up. So as I'm trying to, basically talk my way into, as I'm getting dressed, yeah, saying that I don't have to go, uh, I say I'll tell Ryan that I don't need to go. Yeah, and she's like, cool. You can go ahead and tell him because he's at the front door. Yeah. Oh, I, and yeah. that's when things got sideways. Yeah. And that's when I, I basically. Strong-armed Ryan making things right. And, and I, I told her, I said, I said, I'll, you give me a time and I'll, I'll bring him in. She said, and I quote, I'm over it now. He's Correct. all yours. He's all yours. So. And Ryan took it better than me. I was, yeah. I was wrecked the whole round. I couldn't, yeah. I could and I was hungover. Yeah, I took a big that. jog the day before and I just, I didn't, what the hell was I doing out Man, there? Man, hungover golf. I thought I could power through it. And it just got, and it, it gets to the point where you can't do anything if you're playing bad, which I happen to do. That I have day. two results in hungover golf. I Correct. either play lights out, amazing, flawless, or I can't even pull my head out of my ass the entire day, and I can't hit a good shot to save my life, and I'm miserable because you're just you're horrible. But it's like being sick, you know, when your body is affected, when you're hurting, when you're in pain. You either play, sometimes you play great. Be weary of the the, the injured golfer or the or the, the, the sick golfer because. You can really pull it together sometimes. And then sometimes, just not at all. Just your body won't cooperate and you're just garbage. Yeah. And like most of us mid-handicappers, high-handicappers, if you will, too, uh, our our mind kind of tends to get in the way. Well, that's hard. Yeah, that, that's it. It's not like we have the pro-athletic swing, but most of the time we're failing because our brains are stupid, not our swings. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... And, and with that kind of said, too... Uh, golfing as many years as we have now, I'm happy that I got to a point 
where you you start getting better too, which is awesome. That you stop kind of using golf as the drinking outing. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like now that I've gotten older, that kind of bugs me when I maybe meet somebody at work that's like, you golf? I golf. And then, ah. and I don't care how bad or good you are, yeah. but if you're the drunk guy that like... You know what commercial I hate now? And I think it's a Bud Light commercial, but it just, it shows a bunch of guys, Coors Light, and they're playing golf one-handed, and they're out there, and they're not really taking it serious, and they're standing in the fairway, and they're hitting decent shots, and it's lighthearted, but it's implying that this group of golfers... Just golf, just so they can drink their Coors Light. And it's really not about the sport. Mm, yeah. And, I mean, look, let's be honest. I don't know what the type of golfer you are. I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. I love to take the sport really serious. I don't want to be too serious. But you got to go. If you're going to play golf with a group behind you and a group in front of right. you and guys with you, you got to take that serious. You, you know, I, 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 I'm, I know I'm going getting a little too emotional about a commercial, <laughs> but really that commercial speaks to a group, a demographic of people who just play golf so casually they don't give a bleep how they do. Oh man, I don't know. Well, and I'm then, not too hyped on that to be honest. Well, then with product marketing, not to dive too much into that one, but it does appeal to one crowd, right? The 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 tournament golfer or the, you know the the charity golf tournament guy. Yeah, the guy. Yeah. And we've seen it, and some, and, and that's not to take. I away. play once a year for my company's tournament, right. and that's it. But you, but with that though, you do run into the people that actually, they had to do that, and they're like, I had to get my, I dug my clubs out that my dad gave me when I was twelve. I thought I'd never golf, but I started this job. I had to do it, they and then they're know. hooked. And then they're hooked. You get that sometimes, though. Sometimes, right? yeah. You get but the for guy the most part, like, those guys they don't love, they don't love it, like, right? You gotta. You, we all know what it takes to get good at this sport. You know, I one our our buddies Reggie. He was he was impressive because this he just decided. Wait a second, all my my buddies golf. I don't golf. That looks fun. I like to compete. I'm gonna go learn to golf. So what he did was he he bought a nice set of clubs. I think he took a couple lessons and then he went to the driving range three or four times a week at least for two or three hours each yeah. time, and he just put in the hours because he wanted to. I, I taught my wife to play. Zach taught his lady to play. They actually both got some natural athletic ability. Could be good golfers if they wanted to be. Yes. And, and they probably... It frustrates me because they could both be really well. But that's just the competitiveness in me. <laughs> still can be. Still, yeah. still. Like, at least they don't suck and they have actually have some good skills. I remember when your lady hit a drive that was like 258 yards and I was just like, what? Yeah. And that's like, that, that, that they, they still will have that if they want to. But the point is, is if you don't love it, if you're not like, oh my God, I love this shit so much. I need to do this all the time. You're probably not going to get really good. Yeah, and 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 kind of to what I was getting getting out to the beginning with all that is you have to choose. Do you want to just? Yeah. I was looking at it like basically I spend all this money, I get drunk, and I like I have a good time, but I'm bummed because I'm so competitive that I'm yeah. not playing well. Yeah. And then so that kind of overtook overshot. Like, do you want to have fun? Which to me, having fun is playing decent golf. I don't it have is. to. I don't have to shoot par for the course, but if I'm bogeying all bogeying all day, well, what's that's fun? Fine. What's fun about that's golf? Fun. Isn't isn't what the most fun thing about golf is hitting a good shot, right? It's as simple as that. Hitting right. a great shot makes you feel good. It releases serotonin. All these endorphins are going crazy in your brain. You're like, this is why I do this. So it's quite simply mathematical. The more good shots you hit in a day, the better time that you're having, and the more you're going to be enjoy. I mean. And it's a fight. We all know you could be par, 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 par. You're just like, I'm on fire. And then all of a sudden you hit into the trees and you throw a quad on your car and you're like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And it brings you down. It heat checks you. 
it makes you like it humbles you. Humbles you. Oh god, it doesn't humble you. <laughs> Golf is the most. I, name one sport that's more humbling, besides skateboarding. <laughs> I, I was just thinking on my head, and I, but humbling, getting humbled in skateboarding is getting your ass slammed into the ground yeah, or snapping bleeding. your ankle in half, right? Bleeding, like literally adrenaline and blood and like pain. And not that I haven't had golf injuries, which are some of them are pretty painful. Uh, I've been smacked in the yeah. neck. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, the errant, the errant <laughs> golf ball, Jesus. No, but it's all mental. It's all just. Yeah, you can definitely get in the way of yourself. I don't know. Don't hate yourself out there. We all do it. It's so hard not to. It's so hard to like just, but man, I can think about so many roller coasters just today, just on this one round today. You even said it. You're just like, didn't play all that productive today, like, no, no. and and what's it's kind of funny too when you when you jump back and forth because we've been playing some really nice golf courses per se, right? Yeah. They're they're finely cut. The greens are immaculate. These greens were not immaculate today. No, they were not. But why is it that that's that huge of a difference right because we've been playing really good you've been playing really good at the courses we've been playing which are technically hard courses we played yeah. an easy course today and we were both getting jumped knocked well, around like that, a bobsled too i don't know you know you you you'll take that back that's not an easy course it is but, but it's, it's not, not but, but i mean but condi- because you have to put the conditions into the into factor you don't have to hit it far boulder creek you do have that's to true. hit it straight that's uh the other course we, we we really like around the bay area again this is the uh, a magic car path ride zach and ryan podcast show we're, we're california bay area golfers so we're, we're talking about all that uh baylands in palo alto california so over there by uh stanford hidden um, gem hidden gem well it's less hidden now. I think people <laughs> yeah. were afraid of it because they thought it was really expensive. When Jerry Rice expensive. plays there now, then it's yeah, yeah, I'm just playing. I was chopping up with Jerry Rice there the other day. It's cool, you know. That's well, not a lie. We're, we're we're tight now. And Jerry played with his lady. Well, it wasn't his lady. Well, it was one of his friends. Anyways, whole other story. Shout out to Wendy Wright. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's just like th- th- that course is beautiful. The the greens because it's new. It's three years old or something like that. I mean. How many golf courses are within two or three years old to where, even if they didn't take great care of the greens, they're immaculate because they're just new. They're brand new. We're used to playing courses that are 50, 60, 70, 80, literally 150 years old sometimes. Yeah, that is true. That's crazy. Um, And they went with the Lynx vibe, which was actually kind of, you see that more coastally around here? They're starting to get more. I like it. But this is more of an inland course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't say you get ocean views, but you get bay views. There's an airport. You're on the, the bay, yeah. It looks out into this bay. It's basically looks out into the peninsula. But anyway, uh, it's an inland course, and they made a, a, a lynx course out of it. And there's there's another one, uh, Monarch Bay. That's um, a lynx course. San yeah. Leandro. San and it, Leandro. But it's technically on the water. To your right is all of the ports of Oakland. <laughs> it's the same bay. The it's ocean. just on the other side. But it's right. It's right. not. It's not. I mean, it's not as inland as, to, as Bayland. To though. call a bay side course like. Ocean side, like you know, ocean views. I, it's really weird. It's not. It's not exactly what it is. You know, it right? Doesn't, doesn't right. smell like a marsh, but it's it's not as pretty as having the ocean right next to you. But well, yeah. So, uh, so it used to be this place called Palo Alto Muni, um, and which was just a standard Muni course, and yeah, turned it into a links course, which I was really surprised about, uh, and immaculate. That's all, that's all I can say. Really, it's nice. That's 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 one of the gems. I mean, that's uh, it's not quite. Pacific Dunes, Bandon Dunes, but uh, it's a Lynx course, and uh, we need more of those around here. There's, there's... Yeah, and, and I was going to say, too, like, we can't really speak on playing a true, true Lynx course, you know, out of the country. Yeah. But we've played, band- we've been fortunate enough to play Bandon, and that, when you can actually say a course is kind of 
that's uh, playability wise kind of the same. Like, yeah. And I mean that as in comparing it to another Lynx course. Like, it's a Lynx course, which is nice. Uh, and that's a world class. yard wide yeah. uh, fairways. And... and if you don't know what Bannon is, what the hell are you doing listening to this show? <laughs> or, or at least get on the, the, the Google machine and find it. That's that's a world class course up in Oregon. I think I have five courses now. Uh, Bannon yes. and Old McDonald and Pacific. And they got two two more maybe six do they have six now i don't know no, i think it's i think when we were there the fifth one was being built and i think it's done now i mean for the last 10 years in the top 10 for pacific or uh, 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 pri- uh excuse me public courses in the world that is constantly in the top 10 which is quite a thing to say i mean you're talking about courses all over the planet earth and it rightfully so we got to just walk in there and play for free because a buddy of ours is a is as a looper there and it is just it's great and in it's real links um, man, we, we, we would really love to get over to, uh, to the UK and, and we'll get into that in another show oh, and start really diving into golf courses. But speaking of golf courses, um, let's, let's, let's talk about Hawaii, man. Uh, yeah. We start off the new year, the new season, the, the wraparound season, which is, I don't know, we're four years into it. Is anybody used to it yet? It's, yeah. it's the one continuous season. I like it. I love it. We're golf addicts. The, the fact that it keeps going down, uh, you know, year round is just amazing. I like how it's mapped out now too. When you see it, like they're like these are when the tournament, and they flip them around here and there. But uh, yeah, we're in. Well, we're not, but we're in Hawaii right now with the PGA Tour, which is awesome. My two of my favorite tours that start the season, uh, uh, myself. You know, it's just so cool. The, I, I'm really the the tournament of champions, um, starting with a, with a guy who's won the year before. Um, it's just a cool way to start, man. It, I've always been a fan of the two opening courses in Hawaii. Obviously, it's a perfect place to be in January, and oh, man. these guys ain't complaining. Um, Brendan Steele's not complaining. We're, we're watching it right now. We got a live, live stream going on. There's a guy walking through actually a cor- big big hunk of coral reef, and he's probably fishing. But I hope so. He looks like he's not really that safe. but It's definitely an aerial view. So look at this. Let's talk about this. This. So let's let's jump into Kapalua real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're so we're on the second season now. We we waited. We tried to line it up, but we're here now. But we need to do touch on Kapalua. Let's, let's real recap. Quick. Let's recap yeah. real quick on the century uh, uh, tournament. We all know now is a JT win. And who didn't want him to win, uh, other than Shoffling? And I, I I'm not speaking for everybody, but I'm pretty sure. Between JT and Patrick Reed, we all wanted JT to win. I kind of wanted Shoffley to win, man. I kind of like Shoffley. But he's, that was that, uh, He right? seems like a cool cat. And I don't have anything against Justin Thomas. He's uh, He also seems like a like a fun guy. Um, but Justin Thomas does well in Hawaii, and he does really well in the beginning of the year. And that is, I mean, he's done that every single year. Doesn't, doesn't he already have a couple other wins in, yeah. in Hawaii? Yeah, 2017, he went back-to-back. Uh, he hit the... Uh, Kapalua, yep. and then that's when he came back to Oahu and shot a yeah, 59. Yeah, was 17. He, he, yep. Yeah, and went back to back. And that's amazing. I mean, I'm almost calling him Mr. Mr. Aloha myself. <laughs> well, he should be, man. He won to 22 under in, in uh, at the Tournament of Champions in 17, and then 27 under at Sony. 27 under is retarded. I'm sorry, the, the bad, bad, bad word, but... That guy just kills it in the beginning of the year, and he's just one of those guys that he's just he may not even be on the radar, but then he's just going to show up, and when he's on fire, he's really tough to beat. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he was um, when he first started coming up. It wasn't a, a guy I was particularly into. I I knew he was like Spice Boy. 
Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan. I love his style. Like, I love the style that he, he's rocking with, but I'm not a huge polo guy. I knew you were going to go to the polo thing. And <laughs> I'm, I knew, I'm not a big clothes guy as it is I know. when no, it comes I, to golf, but... Sometimes... Well, oh, we are. No, no, no. Let's we, we take that lying. back. We're, we're, we're pretty obsessed with I'm Mr. Three Stripe, and he's Mr. Checkmark. Yeah. yeah Nike I'll, Adidas all, Nike all day. Adi- Nike V Adidas. Uh, although those Echoes are pretty tight with the, that yak leather. <laughs> the Echoes? The, those are the nice. The yak leather. <laughs> Watch out for that yak leather. No, but... <laughs> I mean, Justin Thomas, I actually didn't like him in the beginning because you know what he started doing? He started proving to Jordan who's the better friend. And oh. I was a big speed I was a big speed fan. I still who's am a big speed friend? fan. better friend? That's kind of dramatic. It was, it dude. It was, Jordan got off to this crazy start, just winning majors before he's 25. And he's like, oh, yeah, Justin, hey, see you later. I'm on the PGA Tour. And Justin came up right behind yeah. him and just came out of the gates and said, don't, don't forget who I am. And we were eating sandwiches, uh, you know, when we were 13 years yeah. old together on the sidelines. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good too. And I mean, he is proven. I mean, who's the better golfer right now? It's Justin Thomas by far. A couple of years ago, you'd say Spieth was right. Wow. Who's gonna have a better career, Spieth wow. or Justin Thomas? And it, I mean, right now, today, today you can say that Justin Thomas. Today you can. To, I mean, this past two years, but three don't, years, you don't can't have... count them out. Don't underestimate the comeback, man. And that's I mean, your boy. That's Ryan's boy, the Speetsies. Yeah, you know the what? Speetsies. I love guys who are balding. Let's just throw that out there. Um, Tiger, Speeth, probably my two <laughs> favorite golfers. You know, aside from their ridiculous amount of talent, and they're really good with you know uh, on the cameras and with the public. Um, really good with the cocktail waitresses in, in Tiger's case. Uh, but the balding, man, it's you know it's a, it's a symbol of intelligence and high testosterone. Let's just get that out of the way. Let's just. Is that what it there. is? I've been told. I've know. often wondered. You know, I, I, Testosterone. Though, I'm going to take that and run with it. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Justin Thomas is good. Um, he's not so good this year. Him Or this this week. Him and, and uh, Patrick Reed just feverishly uh, missed the cut. I think that'll that happen, weird, though. Too. That, yeah, the conditions were not ideal, especially coming off, uh, I would say, in a sense, a warmer Kapalua. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I... It was windy, but it wasn't as windy. No, I'm looking at Webb Simpson. He's got an alternate piece of gear outside of his golf shirt, so it's clearly the weather is a little more... A little bit of rain gear. Yeah, a little, a little bit of rain bit. gear. Which is kind of weird, because you don't really need that out there, uh, having both of us being fortunate enough to golf in Hawaii as well. Yeah. Uh, you, even when it's raining, you don't really need rain gear, but... I didn't get what? any rain the, the, the time I was there. I was playing barefoot all day. I was so really? pumped on your barefoot picture when you were in Hawaii that I went there a, you know, a couple months later, and I was just rocking barefoot no. at the course. You Wasn't inspired that? me. Was, did I inspire you? You inspired me. We had talked about it. Somebody inspired me. It was it was your Hawaiian shirt, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Hawaii's, Hawaii's great, man. That's a whole other topic by itself, God. too, because there is nothing like... And I've played barefoot in other courses, but literally in Hawaii... It's a cool there's, feeling. There's the 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 grass, um, that what is it Bermuda right? Bermuda grows yeah. in the tropical areas. Yeah. Mainly right, man. Um, there's nothing like it. It's cool. Tropical golf is cool. I gotta play more tropical places. I gotta get myself out to, uh, uh you know, Kapoor, Lumba Kapoor, whatever. I don't even butchering the names, but <laughs> that the type of conditions like I you know there's a lot of people that won't even play West Coast stretches because they just don't like the grass. You know, all the different... That is the, true. The conditions that, you know, there's Soisha and there's Bermuda, and I'm not going to start, you know... It, it is surprising how many players aren't playing this particular tournament. And I I, yeah. I guess maybe I was naive to think and, and not recognize this over the years, like how many people... Do, I guess now that we're doing a show, I, I pay attention to it more, but like how many people show up to 
But then uh, you know what? You different said it horses earlier. for different it's, courses, it's a tur- man. But it's a tournament of champions, so it's yeah. a different field. Yeah, this is different. This is this the is first completely, completely full open uh, course. You know where there uh, where there's a cut. Full field. Full field. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a cut, and um, you know I, you're you're not getting the quality. I don't I don't really think. No you, no disrespect to the guys who are on the leaderboard. But yeah, um, coming off Kapalua, uh, not gonna lie. Was hoping and and to to transition to Sony. Uh, I was hoping JT would kind of pick up the steam from his win in Kapalua. Again, epic for golf. That's what you want to see on TV on a broadcast is tri- trip. You know, triple overtime, sudden death. <coughs> I think if Patrick Reed wasn't there, I think Softling would have um, probably prevailed a little more. I think the, uh, God, there was they, a little they... bit of pressure of just three people there. It was. I think energy. I guess with energy, it was all him. Down. It was all him. I don't know if you, you know. Yeah. If you were watching, how much did he they kinda, talk about Justin? They were mm-hmm. talking about how he kind of blew it and let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did slip away a little bit, but but Shoffley, man, he was holding it tight and then really let it go at the very end. And not knocking and not knocking him when he did get. Um, well, what led him into the playoff that he came up to the, well, their right side of the green where it trickles down, and I, at the time was the only the only guy that really had hit it. Because they did some renovations to the course where it actually slowed down that slope on 18. Yeah. A lot of guys weren't making it in two. Yeah, that was kind of crazy to see, huh? The uh, I mean, Last year and the year before, right. you had Webb Simpson hitting 400-yard drives. <laughs> and this year, it was like DJ could barely stretch one right. over 350. So, the balls were stopping because it was so wet, man. They didn't get that run on 18 that they're used to oh, getting. And uh, Yeah. And, 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 well, before I go into Oahu. But yeah, so to see him kind of... Miss that putt coming down that side, which I want to say for them, I'm not. I don't want to be a couch couch guy, uh, you know, couch coach. You got to make those putts, man. I think uh, even the one that he missed, the yeah. eagle that he missed, and then I think the birdie he should have made. I think it was a very uh, am- not amateur move, but it was an amateur miss. It was, man. You know how yeah. I know that because I would have missed that putt, right? We would have missed that putt. All the pressure. Yeah, that oh, totally. Was, I yeah. would have totally missed that putt. But, but those that, guys, they literally, statistically, I think they make, what, 7.3 out of 10 of those? Right, so it was really, only, what, 7, 10 feet, I think, you, you right? gotta, you, you got to make that putt. Um, Patrick Reed got so many opportunities. Justin Thomas got so oh, many opportunities. So then you jumped yeah, into that. That was that. crazy. Shoffley, yeah, but, so, but, I, you know, I, but, but then there is the, if Reed wasn't there, then it would have just been JT and, and Shoffley. JT was tired, but do you think JT would have still won if it was the two of them? Did we, you know, yeah, I, it's hearsay now, but it, yeah, there is it's that past thought. the look on JT's face when you knew he won. That was like, wow, I just got extremely lucky, and yeah, uh, yeah. And I mean, dude, he put one in the bushes. Did know, we, um, to, um, Sony, let's talk so, about yeah. Sony anyway. Sorry, yeah, uh, the boys go over to Oahu. You, you played We're this here. course, right? No, I have not played this course. Um, I often confuse it with myself as well. Oh, Waimea, Wailea, Waimea. No, I, this is, I believe, and I could be wrong, Wailai Country oh, yeah, Club. Oh, that's right, Wailai. Yeah. And Wailai. I Thank played you. the course in Maui, which is the beautiful... Wailea. Beautiful, Ryan. Just yeah. immaculate Wailea Emerald Course. Ah. Uh, um, it hosted a few LPGA I tournaments. Hear ukulele in my head right now. Oh man, I, I'll just I won't get too far into that one because we're we're trying to get back to Oahu here. But uh, man, tropical Spyglass Hills. That's all I. If you've ever played Spyglass Hill in Pebble Beach, California, it's the same. Not the same course, but it's the tropical version of it. That yeah, means geez. downhill, par four to start the 
to start your round. Just pour the gravy all over me, local mocha oh, style, man. I'm, gosh. I'm down for that place. Uh, but yes, Oahu. Uh, have not played there. Driven by it uh, several times. Uh, I was fortunate enough to play the Tom Fazio course out in Turtle Bay and a little hidden gem out in Oahu called Kahuku Golf Course mm. and a quaint little uh, spot out there in Kahuku, yeah. which is just, just, I guess, on the map right of Turtle Bay, so not too far. I'm um, pretty sure John Miller's had a few Mai Tais at that spot, guaranteed. Yes. Oh, my goodness. The restaurant at uh, Turtle Bay, not at the resort, but the one that's at the golf course, uh, is amazing. Lele's. If you're out there, best oyster sauce on the island. <laughs> Shout uh, out. Rel- relatively priced to the, uh, I guess, the competition. Steps away. Uh, I think it's Duke's on the water now. At There's nothing relatively priced in, in Hawaii. That's true. Golf is kind of horrendous out there. Uh, even gosh. Twilight. Oh, you know it. That is bummy. Uh, even, uh, well, sorry going back, but I got lucky in, in Waimea. I played a local price. And, uh, yeah, but uh, back to Sony, wildlife, beautiful course, definitely different conditions like we mentioned. Uh, we're looking at lift clean in place the whole weekend, which yeah. you don't really see until we get to Pebble Beach. Yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, always different conditions, but yet again, not sunny, super windy, not the normal fields you see, and our leader still is... It's still uh, steel. Still, still yeah. looks good, man. Uh, he's not the most exciting guy, but we we, we could root for Steel. Uh, he's a he's a California kid. Um, he's, he, <clears throat> I mean, with Cameron Smith, I like I like Cameron Smith. I like to see that that he did he did so good in the Presidents Cup. It's fun to root for someone, you know. Sat shout out to the people in Australia and and, and burning wildfires. Oh my goodness! I'm sure a, a win for Cameron Smith. He'd you know maybe that could, you know, account for some inspiration yeah, that, that for you sure. know. But this is uh, this this turn. It's just fun, man. The, the the season's just getting underway. I think each time we we do um, a show, we're gonna try to stay current with whatever tournament's going on. Um, we're gonna, you know, it, keep it exciting, keep it current. Definitely um, the bigger ones. Definitely, definitely all the. I mean, the, I think the, I thought they're this all one big, was pivotal. Man. Yeah, they're all big. Um, but definitely some some roundups here and there for sure. What do we got next weekend? What is going up on that? Oh, it's the, the American Express. Oh, La Quinta. That's that Jack Nicholas design course. Yeah, and the stadium course, La Quinta. Mm. And then we got the Farmers and Tory Pines. And then we got Waste Management at Scottsdale. And then what's and then, after Waste Management, Oh, uh, Tiano, what's after Waste Management? <laughs> up in February. I believe it ends a couple days before my birthday. Um, uh, or, I mean, excuse me, start a couple days after my birthday. It's the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll spend a lot of time over the course of this show, talking about Pebble Beach, at least up until the Pro-Am and probably after it. It's a special place for us. We'll go into full detail, but we are volunteers. We will Um, be there. We will be there. We're there every year. We're on about, what, our ninth or tenth year of volunteering for the laser team. Shout out to Shot Links. Shot Links, laser, um, whoever's in the tent this year. We we, we love doing this. We were lucky enough to get on as uh, as volunteers for the laser team. It's about 100 people. There's 2,000-plus volunteers every year for this tournament, and we are lucky enough to get a, a prime spot on the marquee laser team. Uh, we, you know, I've, I've, I've recently been promoted to hole captain, where I drive yes, around in a golf cart. Hey, thank you. Promotion to hole captain. It's really good. I can't wait for my <laughs> plaque to come through. We were stuck together in a tower for three years, or uh, three of us stuck in a tower for, what, eight years on, uh, on hole 13. It's a beautiful... God, it's oh, a beautiful man. place. That's that's the prettiest hole. Best best views. 
Uh, but we'll, we'll talk a lot more about Pebble, man. It's going to be a fun season. We're going to talk a lot about the PGA Tour. We're going to talk a lot about our own golf and in and, and our tournaments and where we play. I think we want to um, just we'll, we'll wrap this segment up and uh, with our introduction um, and, and welcome you guys to our show by talking a little bit about what is in our golf bag. Um, yes, in parting. Uh, I'm in excited parting. about this. This was kind of a last minute segment we put together. Yeah. And uh, just kind of like introducing ourselves. This is kind of, uh, you know, a little more insight onto us. It's, it's kind of like... Uh, you know, what instrument do you play? Exactly. Well, we won't bore you with that because no, we, we will. We will. Just <laughs> not right now. Just right now. Right now, since this is a golf show, we want to talk about the clubs we're playing. So, so I'll toss it to you, bud. Um, you won today. Uh, Ryan shot an amazing eighty-two. I shot an eighty-six. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was tight. Ryan, uh, just some trees got in our way. I'll, we we I'll had doubles. T- I'll tell you that. Um, so. With you um, winning today, what's in the bag, buddy? What's what, in what the are, bag? Well, I'm, th- I'm... And this guy, before we get started on your bag, this guy, let me tell you <sighs> some background shit. on this guy and his, I, I want to say, horrible addiction. Yeah. Um, there are some some like issues toys. we've had that have, have, have made him go in another direction with clubs. I and like toys. club selections, uh, snapping of the clubs over knees, neck... We yes. got a lot to get into. Not Bo Jackson, but uh, a, a swing so vigorous that it snaps shafts, uh, breaks driver shafts. I don't think it's good. I'm not really proud of that. It does happen. The guy pulled out a new putter on me again today. Another new effing putter. Well, it's, uh, not new. Not, it's new, not new. But, but it, just it, the selection of putters is just amazing because he can actually, to the condition of the day, kind of project what he's going to use. So, Mr. Ryan Westfall. Yeah. What is in the bag for the people? I'll talk about the bag, man. I love Titleist. Let's get that off the chest here. Yes. My irons are Titleist. Uh, they're the best irons. Um, I've, I've played Ping irons before. I've played Callaway. Right now, I'm, I'm rocking those 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 Titleist irons. Uh, it's a couple years old. I don't even remember the model. The AP3s. AP3s. They are the AP3s. Thank you for that. Um, they're clean. In fact, I, I, most of my life, I've kept... My entire set to like match. I'm all finicky about my gear. I got my nice Titleist red bag. Um, recently, though, I've made a change in the driver department. Um, it actually started with Callaway wedges. I got a couple Callaway wedges in replacing the game. So I got my Titleist irons. I got my Callaway wedges, and I recently just put in that uh, Epic Flash. First time in my life, man, that I've been playing the same driver as. You name it, um, Joe Pro on the tour. I've right. always bought drivers that are a couple years old. You know, it, buying clubs for three, four, five hundred dollars. As most of us do. It's freaking right? ridiculous. We all know that. So I, I buy the hundred seventy dollar driver from the year before when it still has you know a little bit of life left. Well, I found a really good deal on what would be a five hundred dollar driver for like three hundred bucks. I figured, make the justification, buy the new club that the pros are using. That flash thing is like apparently. It's like a little jelly inside the driver face, so when you miss hit it, it slightly corrects it. But otherwise, it's cheating. Basically, they put a little cheat fluid inside the club, <laughs> so when you hit a shitty shot, it makes it less shitty. We're not gonna break down I the mean, science. This is the science. Yeah, about I mean, it. you know, I'm, I don't know. They, they play them on the tour, so they're legal, right? Whatever, it's right. it's legal. But that thing is amazing, man. Buying a new driver, and we're gonna get into your bag, and I'm gonna say right now. You need to get a new driver. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because I bought a new driver and added distance right. to my yardage, man. Right. And then to, to close it up, um, yeah, I do so, have different putters for different courses. Right. 
which is a little embarrassing, but it's true, man. This course... You gotta have options. You life. know, really tiny greens, really slow. So this is when I get the Callaway putter out, because it's really soft. It has a, you know, you could swing it a little harder, hit it a little harder, it's gonna be less, you know, result if you overhit it, it's not gonna fly off the green. For when I'm playing on nice greens, Scotty Cameron. Mm. Um, we could do a whole show on Scotty Cameron's, which I'm sure we will. What wedges are in the bag right now? Uh, all those Callaways. It's just, all three wedges oh, okay. are all Callaways. Wow, I didn't even know. So that. I got the Titleist irons, I got the 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 Callaway driver, the Callaway wedges, the Titleist putter, and then the two Titleist three wood and my rescue. Oh. So I'm just like I try. I'm, I'm just all Titleist, and and it's weird having Titleist and Callaway. I think for some reason it feels a little weird, right? It's kind of like I mean, when you see it on paper, if you will. If you're a gearhead like me, it seems like. But I'm not sponsored, dude. You know, I mean, if you have Adidas pants and Nike shoes, like really, you know, it, <sighs> we're not sponsored. You, there's nothing uh, wrong with doing. Is that. it wrong that it bugs me? It bugs me too. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> That's why I'm looking at Titleist next to Callaway, <laughs> going. So if you what put am it in that doing? perspective, then yeah, there is kind of a a, a juxtaposition there. I guess, you know? like, I mean, I'm not gonna put a Mercedes emblem on my, you know, BMW and drive it around. Like, I mean, they're both nice things. <laughs> So I represent them both. It's I don't know. It's weird. That's interesting. Uh, so I've I've seen uh, you go back and forth now, but uh, what what golf ball are you predominantly playing with, and what are you? I guess for the listeners, what are you flirting with that is making you kind of uh, playing the way you're playing right now? Actually, because you're oh, that was, on fire. I was just that's just that's just like playing, just being able to go out and play uh, balls. It's funny because we all know the the title is Pro V One. It's just the best ball ever. Lately, I have a little obsession with those Callaway soccer balls. I don't know if anybody else is going through that, but the red and the white, or even the green and the black, the the green soccer ball. I feel kind of embarrassed to say that I. I like. don't play them, but I like I like I definitely like them chipping in the backyard on the putting green. They're kind of fun. I like seeing. I like when the ball comes off the club, like especially when you're chipping. Yeah, and I'm chipping close. and putting when you see you it rolling. See, it looks like a soccer ball going it's, into a goal. It's cool. It's, it's kind of cool. cool. But then after a while, it's not cool anymore. And it's just kind of like, what is this hijinks? Like this is, this is just like it's stupid. Give me a white Tylos Pro V One, just a regular right. normal golf ball, yeah. which is what happened today. I didn't, I didn't play many the, the soccer ball today. Uh, what What you rock today, Tylos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just Pro Vs all day. Had that one ball. It's fun playing one ball all day, and then you, then I, then I lost it. <laughs> so I didn't play it all day. For most so what, of the day. So so what what what's what's in your bag? We'll, we'll talk oh, about. You, you probably need to get a driver upgrade, but what else are you rocking? I'm gonna go backwards. I'm gonna go backwards with this. Um, and I've been waiting for this question my whole life. I'm not gonna lie, people. Uh, but Scotty Cameron putter, that's the Monterey. Mm-hmm. Love it. I waited a long time to get that club. Uh, I paid 160 U's. It was a birthday present from mm-hmm. my beautiful significant other. But uh, waited a long time to get that club. It changed my life. Getting a Scotty changed my life. And we have a whole segment coming on Scotty's. We're going to do that. Um, We're going to go nuts on Scotty cameras. So, uh, but from there, uh, when I got that putter, actually, I started, I switched to left-hand low with my putting stance. That helped your putting a lot, man. And it just, with that putter, doing that, it made the whole world a difference. I'm in love with this putter. I, I, it's, it's a modern era Scotty Cameron, too. I think it's yeah. 2012. So it's something I'm going to have for a while. It's got a lot of pop in it left. Um, I bought it, actually, the guy I bought it off of was shorter than me, and he cut it down. Um, didn't give me a price break. Do you I, even know what it is? Thirty three or thirty four? So now it is. I got it. I got it adjusted um, to be popped up. 
uh, back to standard. Yeah. Um, right in front of me. I'll bust it out later. But he worked for this tech company out here. And when I met him, it came with a cool club cover. It's actually a Pac-Man club cover. He worked oh, for the company right. that created Pac-Man. Yeah. Uh, so it came with that. It just seemed awesome. Been putting lights out with it. Uh, I don't three putt a lot. Uh, no, your putting your your putting improved a lot with the left hand low. Definitely. I tried that. Definitely. I tried that. That's hard. Left hand low is weird. Um, is weird. So I, I I love Vokey wedges. Uh, moving on with with into the wedges, definitely. I was doing what are those what are those called the the coppers or the, the rusted. Oh yeah, typical yeah. Vokey. Just yeah, how they rust. The, the yeah. Titleist Vokey. Cleveland does that too. Uh, oil can. Oil can. Oil can. Thank oil you. Can. Uh, earlier I remembered. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I had the oil cans forever. Bought them at a garage sale. Some lady didn't know what she had in her husband's bag. Her husband went to go buy, get food for the day, and I, I'm not even. I don't even care. I bought them for twenty bucks. I knew exactly what she had, and she said, "Make an offer." I said, "Let me get twenty bucks." I'll she was probably bucks so for pumped. Two you probably could have said eight bucks, maybe. I don't know. Oh, uh, I mean, sixty bucks. I'm, so, but um, played those forever. Love them. I recently have just acquired. From a good buddy of mine who I I'll, I'll talk to Ryan about later, but we need to have on the show. He's a super big gearhead. He worked at Spring Valley, of course, out here that me and Ryan both love forever. Super knowledge can break down anything. Oh man, he's brilliant, uh, Mr. PD. Uh, so anyway, he loaned me these clubs, uh, the new uh, SM fives, Vokey SM fives. They got the black matte finish. I got a fifty-four to fifty-eight right now. I have a 52 oil can that I'm using still. I don't. I'm probably gonna take out of the bag. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, my 48 degree, my pitching wedge is is where it's at. Uh, I'm in between yardages with my 52. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable with it. I don't like just how the the blade doesn't cut where I need it to cut. Um, That's that. See that um, those that the wedge, the hard 52 wedge versus like um, an approach wedge or a utility wedge or a gap wedge. Versus a straight cut, you know, flat sole 56. I, f- I feel like there's a big difference. So I recently there is, yeah. got a sand wedge, and it's a bigger, a wider offset. It's a bigger face, cavity back, and I don't know, man. It's straighter. The distance varies a little bit, you know, obviously, but I it's feel like today. it's straighter all the, the time. The wedges were hard to use today, too, Yeah, to be honest. Like, I couldn't use my 58, <laughs> which I, I used to have a 60. Now I use a 58 predominantly, but the 54 was the way to go because the way the mud was and... And just the way the loft, everything wasn't matching with the way the, the, the conditions of the course were. It was soggy. It was uh, really oh, soggy. So soggy. Winter golf. So yeah. leading into um, uh, uh, to my irons, I'm still playing the uh, TaylorMade Rocket Blades, which I bought a while back from a good buddy. Had those readjusted. Uh, bought them from our buddy Reggie. He got them fitted. I didn't know that for a long time. And he's much taller than me. So the lofts were completely screwed up. I got them cut down to regulars. And they've been okay since. I got I got to get new clubs, uh, as, as irons though. I need to get my lofts all adjusted. Moving into the higher clubs, I used your old high bore, uh, rescue <laughs> club. <from laughs> my old uh, Cleveland. Yeah, what are those? Some clubs, some clubs just 2000. never die. Some clubs never die. Great club. Yeah. Uh, the only other club that I've liked since was hitting your rescue Titleist the other day. Uh, and then I got the M one three wood. Yep. And a R one driver, and like Ryan was saying earlier, I waited. With uh, with with the mention of Pebble, I saw Kelly Slater playing an R one driver the first year they came out, and I could not <laughs> wait to get an R one driver. I had to wait two years, two freaking years for that thing. It was two thousand twelve was the first year we did Pebble, so I had to wait till two thousand fourteen to get the R one driver. Had it ever since. 
But uh, so that's 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 in the bag. Uh, Titleist Velocity uh, golf balls predominantly. I ventured over into Bridgestone recently. I feel like I play that ball a lot better. Tiger Woods does. Oh man, and I I don't try. Uh, yeah, I notice a lot of people get hung up on, especially with Titleist, uh, club speed, and you need to be a, a certain amount of head speed for to use Titleist. I've I found a a nice medium between the um, the velocities and the AVXs, which is our new ball. A lot of people don't like the AVXs. I think they're a pro V and velocity all in one ball, um, and a very good comparison to a Bridgestone, which is my mm-hmm. next thing. I used Bridgestone the other day. I'm loving the Bridgestone, so I don't know where I'm at with the balls right now. But Titleist, more than more than half the time, I'm, I'm busting I don't know. Titleist we you know golf balls out. It's kind of ridiculous. You better be a low single digit to be able to choose your ball based on you know performance. Because for a good ball, Pro V ones are better because they just feel better. They're softer. You just you feel it. You feel it off the putter head more than anything. They feel like they, you know, it's not about going. They don't fly further or straighter. It's just a better feeling ball, so it's more fun to use. And it's just you, you could feel it when you pick it up. Right. You feel the difference in a pro tour ball versus doesn't have to be Titleist, doesn't have to be Pro V One. The the AVXs are good. Callaway's top of the line, Bridgestone, even the top of the line Shrixon ball is really soft and has a better core. Even the Vice it's balls, a, even the Vice, the Vice balls, balls are pretty, yeah. pretty comparable. Uh, but yeah, and, and and it's funny you say that too because for me, I just judge off of since my short game is predominantly really well, I I kind of just go off what feels great with my with my wedges around the green and stuff like that because that's where I feel like I have to fight a lot. Yeah. When my driver's on, I don't worry about my driver. That's Down where you make middle, up your game, right? right? By the like green. I'm usually always a little short. I'm usually a little off or a little over. You know, I don't have that precision. I should, but just for some reason, I'm a little a little short all the time. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm saving bogey, but. Um, but around, but since that does happen, I need to worry about my, my wedges. So yeah, that's why I picked those. I don't know. I'll go back and forth. But, uh, so that's awesome. Uh, what's in the bag? And I think, uh, when more guests come on, we should, we'll get into Definitely. This. Yeah. What's, what's in the bag? Man, if you got to hang out with us, I want to know what's in the fucking bag, yeah. dude. Yeah. Everybody that comes in this man. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Um, can we get uh, like an image of Brad Pitt looking inside of a golf bag and screaming what's in the bag? <laughs> I don't know, but Hoover's crouched over crying right now is basically me yeah. all day in my brain. Who's on the boards right now? Who is our engineer? Oh, that's that's, that's us. right. Yeah. Uh, oh wow, here we go. So uh, up, quick little let's, update. Let's in, wrap it up uh, with Oahu. an update. Um, uh, Cameron Smith just moved up to minus ten. Still, still lead. Steady, still steady at twelve. Yeah, still steady. He's probably gonna win this. I mean, I, I hope he does. I think he will. I don't think Cameron Smith. Uh, am I? Is that ins- am I insult? Is that insulting to say it's kind of a snooze fest right now? Like it's not really. Is that you know? It's not. It's not a champ. You know, there's not a lot of big names. Sneds. Yeah. I love the Sneds. I hope I piss off Brant Snedeker by saying that he, him making a great shot out of the sand is a snooze fest. But <laughs> I, you know, I'll say this. Uh, one of my favorite memories of Sneds was when we were at Pebble when he won, and we were off off of eighteen, uh, just past the trees, looking out. But the fog had rolled in that year. Yep. And all of a sudden, this big fog storm comes in, and and Sneds had these beautiful white pants on, and this like. <sighs> teal shirt on and his and his blue hat that he always wears but anyway the fog came in and the sun was actually just like the only thing illuminating the green yeah. and it was just I, I always have this image of him winning that day in that fog like a golden god it was just beautiful i loved him from that day on snedeker um, is like your you know girlfriend grandma's wet dream just bring that guy home he's the nicest. <laughs> god. um so yeah in, in party man uh Big ups to Steele. I hope he. I hope he, he. brings it in. There's a couple guys. I know we didn't get into Sony too much. 
Uh, but I just got to say one thing. I want that. Guy. I want more Kyle to win. He's he's got the he's got the whole, the the Hawaiian family members. He's got the support system. Hometown crowd. Hometown, hometown crowd, hero. man. McDowell's cool, but he you know he, he was he was stretching it for a while, but he ain't gonna catch up to steel. Yeah, there's definitely some other guys I want to yeah. see win over so McDowell. This, this is steel. I, so, it might be McDowell's year for Pebble, you know. <laughs> I think so. We'll, so, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. In parting, no, do you have anything you want to say in parting, my nah, friend? No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I think this is the beginning of uh, many, many wonderful shows. Um, we got. We'll, we'll talk about the American Express. We got a lot of things to talk about. We got to talk about Patrick Reed. We got to talk oh, about man. leaving the pin in. We got to talk about so many changes in golf. Yeah, the new the new uh, scoring. We got to talk about Ricky Fowler's outfits. Being a cannabis friendly show, we should mention. Oh, there's cannabis. a lot of this. There's CBD. A that's a big thing. We got to talk about the so CBD. Other podcast guys, I didn't realize are are using a lot of CBD products. They're promoting. Yeah. Um, I've heard tidbits here and there, but you know we got again guys in the news that are yeah. being caught using uh, flour and stuff like that. So. Uh, I'll promote we'll, your stuff on we'll get our it. show. We yeah, will oh, do for that sure. for you. Yeah. Um, so, hey, if you're an up-and-coming golfer and you're at the Pro-Am and you heard this show and you want to get on, let us know, man. Uh, we're definitely reachable. We'll have all our info up soon. Uh, this is only episode one. The ball yeah. is definitely rolling. I think this was a very positive day, and we're going to we're gonna kick this new year off right and uh, keep it going, man. Steamroll. Uh, uh, Ryan, again, thanks. Let's, let's keep this going, man. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, everybody right. out there. Uh, it's been a pleasure. We will see you all next week. Again, uh, thanks for joining us on the Magic Carpet Ride. Myself, uh, Zach. Carpath. Carpath. Magic Carpath Ride. <laughs> yeah. I told you that was going to be your problem. Yeah. Copyright. <laughs> Step <laughs> Magic Carpath Ride. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, we'll talk to you all next time. And, uh, you know, swing away, baby. Head swing down. Swing away. Head down. Good vibes.